0: join the armed forces, but I am most definitely at war. This is Shannon the Mommy Blogger. I am at war with myself, with the world, with Satan. I'm fighting battles as a Christian that I never faced as a non-believer. But I'm also striving to be a beacon of light for Jesus, so of course I'm going to come upon some spiritual warfare. I'm not afraid of sharing my broken mess of a life to give him glory. But I am deathly afraid of what the world may or may not think about it. I'm totally a people pleaser to the core, and no matter how many times I cry out to Jesus, I still want people to like me. I care too much about what others think that I completely throw myself to the wayside. I'm running a marathon with holes in my shoes and no water in sight. I am somehow convincing myself that I can pour from an empty cup And in return, my husband gets a frazzled and befuddled wife, and my kids get a mom who yells and resembles a prison warden. I'm letting the enemy tell me my worth. I'm buying into the lie that I will never be good enough for anyone, especially God, because God would never want a daughter who is broken. God would never. That's the devil's favorite way to start a lie on fire in your heart and your mind, to whisper the words, God would never. You can fill in the blank with your own enemy design line. Here's mine, God will never accept me for me. I have spent the better part of the last 30 years trying to get people to like me. I was the social butterfly in every situation. I loved having tons of friends and I would do absolutely anything and everything to be popular. If that meant changing my hair color and wearing the coolest clothes, then I was going to rock those blonde chunky highlights and my Abercrombie jeans. I didn't care that I looked just like everyone else, a cardboard cut out of a person. I thought I was cool. But all of that stuff didn't change the fact that I was lonely. All of those pretty things that I wore on the outside couldn't convince me that I wasn't ugly on the inside. I tried so hard to get people to like me, that I would compromise who me actually was. I would change my likes and dislikes to have friends and boyfriends that were nothing but toxic to me. But I would happily ingest poison as long as I got to be popular. Even now, I have to fight the enemy on a daily basis because I want so badly for people to like me, I want to have a huge following on my blog and this podcast. I want to speak to giant audiences about the glory of God, but I know for a fact that until I cure this people-pleasing disease that ails me, the devil will continue to hijack my best laid plans. Do you too suffer from this people-pleasing disease? Do you want to have the most friends, the most followers? Do you call yourself a Christian, but still care more about what the world thinks? Are you more concerned with the pretty picture you portray than the truth that you have buried inside? First of all, can we be friends? Because that's me too. We need to get through this together. Secondly, the cure for this disease that plagues us is Jesus. Let me tell you a little thing about me. I strongly dislike when people say that life does not come with an instruction manual. Uh, yeah, it does. It's called the Bible. Yeah, that living wellspring of scripture that may be collecting dust on your bookshelf? Yeah, that's the manual. The Bible offers refreshment for the soul, wisdom for the heart, joy for the spirit, and light for the eyes. It is filled with living, breathing testimonies of God's greatness. It is a biography of our Savior that reads like an autobiography of ourselves. We can find the answers to all of the questions in this holy anointed book. So when the enemy whispers, you can run the race without God? No, that's a lie. Why? Because the Bible tells me so. John 15. I am the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, so that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you abide in me and i in you as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself neither can you unless you abide in me i am the vine you are the branches the only thing keeping my head above water is jesus and the only way i can reach jesus while i'm on this earth is to pray to him prayer is how heaven invades earth Priscilla Shire says it best, and I have to wholeheartedly agree with her. When I pray to Jesus, I feel the love and hope of heaven filling the empty crevices of my soul. I feel his spirit flood my thoughts when I fall to my knees and surrender it all to him. When I fully embrace the fact that I will sometimes have struggles, but I will always have Jesus, I am free. I am free to shine the light on the dark parts of my heart with confidence because Jesus tells me that he loves me. He loves me so much that he died for me. And that reckless, endless, indescribable love is just a prayer away. How quickly we forget that when we buy into the lie that the enemy tries to feed us. Stop feasting on the rotten buffet he set before you. Trade it in for some seriously juicy, life-giving, life-breathing truth. Psalm 34:17. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. 2 Chronicles 7:14. If my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven. And will forgive their sin and heal their land Matthew 21 22. and whatever you ask in prayer you will receive if you have faith prayer is how we put our faith into action and refusing to pray is like having a refrigerator without plugging it in seriously Priscilla your words are life but lean in sweet friend Let me tell you the biggest secret I know to finding freedom from the soul-eating, people-pleasing disease. It's kind of a bitter pill to swallow, if you aren't used to it. But the reward is as sweet as sweet can be. Want to know the cure to people-pleasing? Ready? It's Jesus-pleasing. Yeah, you heard me. Jesus-pleasing. Take all of those thoughts you have about wanting people of the fallen world to like you, and trade them in for some serious truth about how much Jesus loves you and likes you and everything in between. When you do that, you can pray for your enemies and those that persecute you. When you care more about pleasing Jesus than the world, you can rest in your faith and know that if Jesus overcame, you will overcome too. Jesus' pleasing thoughts do nothing but good They fill you with love and peace and joy. When you are filled with the joy of Jesus, you have no room for fear. You have no room for hate when you are filled to overflowing with God's love. Jesus pleasing means storm praising. Yeah, you heard me right. Giving Jesus the glory even when things are not going your way? Keeping your eye on the prize when your body tells you to throw in the towel? It's easy to love those who love you. Even Jesus says that. But the real sign of a Jesus-following Christian is your ability to love those who hate you. That's where the freedom is found. That's the sweet spot in your journey with Jesus. Getting to that point in your walk when you can happily praise Him for the storms and trials in your life. Because you know that those earthly trials are building you up for heavenly treasures. This hardship you may be walking through could be setting you up for your destiny. We only get one piece of the puzzle at a time. Remember that. God sees it all. I don't know about you, but when I'm holding a sticky note with a letter on it, I'm going to trust the one who has a book in front of him. Don't let the enemy win. You've got this, soldier. Take up your sword and armor and fight the good fight. The prize is Jesus. Best prize ever. Shannon the Mommy Blogger. Connect with Shannon and read her latest blog at wordpress.com While you're there, sign up for Mommy Blogger emails and subscribe to this podcast and curated playlists on Apple Music and Spotify. Praying for you, sweet friend. See you on the next episode.